0: This weekend is a big one. I will be doing a webinar titled How to Get Your Next 20 Small Group Personal Training Clients in 30 Days. Head on over to Vince's Masterclass.com to register for free or just click the link in the show notes. Hope you enjoy the show. Thanks. Hey guys, what's up? It's Vince. Uh, today I'm going to be talking about a marketing toolkit for gym owners, uh, specifically uh, guys trying to get smogger personal training clients. So um, I've been talking about this for a really, really long time, but I have this concept I teach called the marketing glove. And I invented it in 2016 when all of a sudden the fitness industry was in this big uproar um, that Facebook ads have dried up and they have no other way to generate Leads and they're not getting new clients and they're losing clients and the world is crashing down beneath their feet. Um, and I realized at that time it's like, man, this is a really, really bad thing to do. It's really bad to rely on, uh, the number one, right? One way to get new clients. And a lot of people are doing it and, and rightfully so. Right. It was so easy back in 2016. Um, you 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 put an ad up and all of a sudden you got all these clients and it was just like, it was just so easy and then you just almost didn't, you forgot about everything else, right? Um, so that's what uh, kind of made me invent this concept and the marketing glove is this, it's this symbol symbolic thing where you're wearing this glove and then this magic glove all, all of a sudden brings you all the clients you need. Right. Um, But in reality, it's just um, to make sure that you have multiple ways that you're marketing your business. Right. You're not relying on this one thing that you got multiple things going. So if one stops and one dries up, that you're able to continue um, to grow your business. Because honestly, um, the one thing that's inevitable is this Um, you're going to lose clients. Right. That's been doing this for, for 15 years. And man, I've had I had a client, uh, a match my client, tell me the other day they lost eight clients in one month. Every one of them moved. Every one of them moved. They moved out of the state. I think they were in a crappy state. Um, so if you're in a crappy high tax state like New Jersey, you're probably going to get that more. If you're like my buddy Joe Hashi and you live in Colorado, uh, no one's leaving Colorado. Um, so maybe you don't have the problem as much. But right, so there's people moving. You're just you're, you're inevitably going to lose clients. So. Um, you know, your marketing system needs to be good enough that you replace what you lose, right? And again, the, the, the whole way to look at it is, you know, if you're doing a great job, you're, you're, you're at a 3% attrition rate, right? According to my good friend, Mike Waldron. And what does that mean? Um, if you got a hundred clients, expect to lose three a month. Okay. If you lose two, you're killing it. You're really doing a great job. Um, If you lose seven, you gotta really, you know, be careful. And the thing you gotta understand too is that. You know, don't look at one month and just, you know, go crazy. Um, the way you look at this stuff for real is through trends. And, you know, I like to think of 90 days as a trend. So if all of a sudden you got a hundred members and you go three months in a row losing 10 members each month, you got a little bit of a problem here. You got You know, there's something you got to really look inside your business and see what the heck is going on and why so many people are leaving because now what you have is is a trend there's a pattern here that you need to do something about right um so so know that that there's inevitable attrition there's it just is just and especially too i mean you know the first thing if someone loses their job right the, the first thing going away is a $500 gym membership right uh if someone loses their job now that's a drastic case and you know, I've been talking a little bit about um, the recession and the economy and stuff like that. And I don't believe that, you know, and, and this, I'm not going to sound arrogant, you know, I will sound arrogant when I say this. But when the price of gas went to five dollars, um, my response was, oh, that kind of sucks. Um, I didn't post anything on, on social media. I didn't talk about it with anybody. I just said, oh, man, that's a lot of money. Um, because I'm in an income bracket where that raise in gas is not going to affect my life. And I do believe that, um, you know, a lot of us have clients in that same ballpark in that same camp where, yeah, a recession is, you know, going to hurt, but, um, if they've got lots of money in the bank and they still have their job and they are, you know, smart with their money. Right? they're probably not going to quit um, your gym. But in, in, in reality, um, we do have to be prepared. Um, we do have to be prepared. So what we get prepared by having a marketing system. That's what you, your business needs. You, be, you need a predictable, reliable flow uh, of new clients. Now, I don't have the time today uh, to get into all the parts of your marketing system, right? Because there's, you know, how well do you know your target market and how clear on your your marketing message and what makes you different and how do you communicate that? Um, there's what offers, you know, you're using and, and everything like that. So um, there's there's all that stuff. Um, but really, at the end of the day, it's what people really want to know is hey, what are you doing to market the gym? How are you getting new leads? What are you doing to get new clients? Um, so I figured I'd just give you the tools. And what I did today was I had to really sit down, um, and it wasn't actually that hard. I kind of did it based on data, uh, here at my gym. Um, but I said, all right, if I only could have three ways to market my gym, let's say my marketing glove, I got two fingers chopped off, right. (laughs) And I could only, um, and I could only use three, uh, things. Well, these are the three, uh, that I would, that I would use now. Um, the first one is I I would make sure that my website is dialed in and that I have things going that's driving traffic to the website. Right, um, so I'm kind of cheating and adding a couple more, but you know you drive traffic through. You can drive traffic to your website from social media. Um, you can drive traffic to your website using Google Ads and SEO. Right, all that stuff can drive traffic um, to the website, but the website is basically the thing, right, that generates the leads—the so thing that where people show up to that website, um, and they you now get a lead, and it's a good lead usually because it's a high intent buyer. Um, I just recorded a podcast recently uh, about the importance of the offer on the website, so I'm not going to get into that. Um, today, but the reality is if you only gave me three ways, three things I could do to get new clients, I'm really, really working hard on my web presence. I'm um, making sure that the page is, that the website is, is optimized, right? It's really, really well done. It's really well thought out. Um, you know, we're, we're doing tons and tons of websites with Kiss Marketing right now, Um, and we're, you know, finding, you know, just these winning, winning, winning websites. And the funny thing is, it's like they're so opposite of what they used to be. They're so much leaner and they're actually really easy to build, um, and easy to get going. But, um, you know, what they, what are websites used to be? They used to be like these massive books that had like everything and these huge blogs and all this stuff on there. And, and at the end of the day, what you really need is a page. That they land on and they convert, you know, through giving you their name, email and phone number. That's really what it's really, it really comes down to. Um, but but if I had one tool in my toolbox or you can only give me one of the you only give me three, my first pick is a really good website and some good strategies that's driving traffic to the website through social, through SEO, through Google ads and everything, um, like that. So I'm kind of cheating and, and, and putting a few into one. But at the end of the day, if your website right now is a black hole, and you haven't even thought about it and you haven't updated it and it's super slow, right? That's another thing. It looks like your website's really slow. That's a really bad thing. Google hates slow websites. So in, in reality, my first pick um, in, in the toolkit, if I could only have three ways to market small group training, it's a website. But And here's the other thing too. And here's one of the other reasons. Um, a lot of you... A lot of you get business um, from referrals. So essentially, what you have people do is you, you know, your client is training with you. They love you and they go and they say a friend and they're like, Oh, dude, you got to check out Nate. He's the man. You know, go, go, just go to his website, natedog.com. Right. And they go to the website. Right. So a lot of people are coming to your website, not through personal trainer near me, but through direct referral, right? Through direct referral. But even from a direct referral, if the website isn't set up properly and set up to convert, like I talked about in the last podcast, um, the chances of them actually coming into the gym go, go down. So you need to have your website, uh, ducks in, in order. Um, and, the most important thing, and again, I'm referring, I want you to refer back to the to the recent, most recent podcast um, where I talked about the offer, but I'll reiterate that it here, is that you need something front and center, some kind of an offer, preferably something free. Um, talk to a trainer is working really well right now um, where they just basically click a button that says talk to a trainer and then they, it takes them to an opt-in form and then they get on a call. Um, so... That is number one, is, is having a, a really, really, really good website uh, that's set up uh, to convert. Um, the second one, and I'm kind of holding my nose at this one, um, but I'm going to do it. And the second one is Facebook ads. And I've had a love-hate relationship with Facebook for a, a, a long while. And I was in the camp where I never was in the camp of that. It was the only thing I did. Um, I always did a lot of community events and I always did a lot of, um, you know, seminars and workshops and things like that. So I never really relied only on um, Facebook ads, but Hey, you know, I was one of those in 2016 that was doing really well with Facebook and all of a sudden it started, you know, getting really hard. And, you know, now today, It's it's still challenging. Um, But there's a few things I really, really like about Facebook. Um, One is that you kind of know exactly how you're doing. Right. You know exactly how you're doing. You know how much money you spent you know how many leads you've got because all this data is within Facebook you know how many of those leads hopefully you know how many of those leads converted to become members or didn't you know how much you spent to get the leads it's, it, you, you just know and it's just it's the data is just so crystal clear um and the great thing too you know one of the reasons why I picked Facebook for smaller personal training is because most people that do small personal training, they um, work with an an age group that skews a little bit slightly older, right? It it it's a it's a higher net worth, slightly older, usually above forty, um, and these people are on Facebook right? That's where they are. They're not on Snapchat. They're not on all these other things. They're still on Facebook, you know, and the, all the, the people that are under 30, they're like, what is Facebook? I don't even know. And they're on all the other ones. And I don't even get into it too much, but I do know that the majority of our clients, they want to have a Facebook accounts, right? And two, they do stuff on Facebook. They post, they talk to people like they're there, Right? And so that's one of the most important things that you got to do to understand is is your market here. Now if you're listening to this and you do small group personal training for 22-year-old college kids, then maybe you don't do Facebook ads. But for most of you, this is where they are. And yeah, are you going to have to kiss some frogs? Are you going to have to be, you know, field some leads where, you know, this person lives 45 minutes away and they didn't speak English? Like are you going to have some of that? Yeah, you are. Um, But in reality, um, I I love the the fact that I can just say, hey, I'm going to put X amount of dollars. I'm going to generate X amount of leads while I'm sleeping. That's another reason why I like Facebook is because Facebook works while we sleep. And there's an ad running and there's something going on for marketing while you sleep. It's a powerful thing for you to do. Now, a couple things here. Uh, And I'm not just saying this because I own an agency. I think... Unless you have a hobby that running Facebook ads is like a hobby, like playing the guitar or throwing horseshoes or, you know, um, listening to Bob Marley, right? Unless you have a hobby of running Facebook ads, I wouldn't touch it with a 10 foot frickin' pole. I wouldn't touch it with a 10 foot pole. I haven't even been now. I'm not super techie, Right. Um, I haven't ever been in the least bit interested of wanting to run my own Facebook ads. Ugh, makes me want to vomit just thinking about it. You have nerds all over the world that specialize in the stuff. that They sit there and all they do is they think about Facebook and they look at what's going on. And they know how to do this and they know how to do that. And they know what copy is going to get flagged. Every time I write copy for Facebook, it gets shut down because... You know, there's all kinds of loopholes and rules. And then Ben Stocks, who runs our, our Facebook ads for over a, over a kiss, he writes an ad and it's perfect and it never gets flagged, right? So it's like you're going to spend so much time, effort, and energy trying to get these things up and running. And all of a sudden, if you're dealing with a banned account, it really, really, really is, you know, throws a wrench in your day. Um, so I strongly suggest if you're going to do Facebook you find a good agency or find some, you know, kid in, you know, their basement that's doing this stuff and take that off your plate, man. Um, really don't, don't try and do it yourself. Again, it, unless it's like you'd, you'd rather run Facebook ads than go play basketball than, then go do it. But at the, at the end of the day, you want people that are in there every day. They, they know what's going on. They know how to fix it if it breaks. Um, and it's worth the investment to, to pay someone, um, to help you. But I love the consistency of it. I love the predictability. I love the data, you know, that, that you can get. And yeah, are you going to probably have a bunch of leads come in that are not qualified for sure? Um, Will your conversion rate be as good on Facebook as it was for your website or referrals? 100% no. But what you got to do is just set your expectations. You got to know that, hey, I may only convert 20% of the clients and leads that I get on Facebook, but at the end of the day, is that 20% that you are converting, is it exceeding the amount of money that you're spending? And most of the time it is. Most of the time people just don't really look at the data. Right. They don't really just, they don't really look at actually what is happening. They just have this feeling. Eh, I feel like Facebook is not working too well. Oh, I feel like Facebook is, we're getting a lot of dead leads. Oh, I feel like this. I feel like that. Right. And not, not a great um, way to think about your business. Right. You got to work in reality here. And when you're working in reality, things will start uh, to come together. So that is uh, number two. Um, and then the final thing is, is a regular email marketing sequence. Now I'm biased to this because I'm kind of known as the email guy and I write an email every day. Um, but what I love about email and remember website and Facebook ads, all of them generate new emails that should go to an email list. But what I love about email is, it is it is the fastest way to get a buyer, right? Whereas with website and Facebook, there's this period that we got to go through, this nurture period. There's probably the period where they're going to, you know, be, you know, tell, you no, and then say, I'm not ready yet or whatever. Right. Um, But with email, it's like, man, there's strategies and things that you can do. Um, to get people to become clients immediately. And, and one of the things to, I always say this is if you want to understand and learn marketing, which, which I do, and I really preach into my coach, coaching clients that they do as well. Um, one of the best things to do is get yourself in a regular habit of writing words that sell. I'll repeat that. Get yourself in a regular habit of writing words that sell. And you know you're probably not, and I'm not even doing this as am um, for my gym. I'm doing it some in my consulting business to market it, right? But you're probably not writing long form sales letters. You're probably not writing these big long landing pages. You're probably not doing print marketing, right? So if you're going to write, and you're going to have the the regular process of writing what are you going to do? You could, yeah, I guess you could do, could do social. Um, but at the end of the day, there's only so many people that see your stuff on on, on social. Um, and, and, email is just, it's a tremendous way to practice marketing. That's why I love it so much. It's a tremendous way for you to every day or every, every three days, every other day or three days a week or whatever you're doing. Um, is you are putting yourself in the shoes of the customer and writing um, to that person to try to get them to do something, and that's another thing. And I and I taught a, a recent email marketing masterclass. It's like I call them mic drop emails, where you know um, you write this really smart thing, and then all of a sudden you just sign your name, and then you know there's no link and no call to action, and you're just like oh. I'm so smart. Listen, look at me. Um and, and and in reality, you know, if you're Seth Godin, yeah, you can do that. Um but we're not. And we're using email as a means to help people become clients. And at the end of the day, too, what's the point of the mic drop email? Isn't your goal to help people? Right? Isn't your goal to help people? So if your goal is to help people, what should you do? Um well, You should give them a line. You throw them a line and say, "Hey, here's how I can help you." You know, whose life have you changed over an email? Whose life have you changed over social media? Nobody's, right? You've changed all these people's lives, and they've only changed their lives when they came in through your door. So don't don't hold yourself to. You're not a brick. You're not a brick. You're not an internet business. You're 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 a brick and mortar business. You 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 survive through having people walk through your door. So that's the goal, the goal of all the websites, the goal of your Facebook ads, the goal of your emails, to get people to walk through the door. So I could go on and on. And, you know, I just did taught an email marketing masterclass and, you know, with uh, Corey Sterling from Conscious Council. And it was really awesome. I'll have to put out the recording at some point um, for you guys. But Hey, um, if I only had three, if I only had three bullets, right? And this is this is what i would do. Now that doesn't mean like you know other things like joint ventures and community events and other things like that. Um, obviously those are super important too, but it's like, man, just give me these three. And, um, yeah, I really think joint ventures has got to be in there at some point. It's like the, the close fourth and possibly even, you know, the cool thing about joint ventures is that they feed all of them. Ah, I got to, you know, joint ventures would be on the list too. I can't, I can't just do three, right? So, but, um, you, you got to have an optimized website. You, you should be investing in Facebook marketing and understanding, you know, and managing your expectations with it. Um, and then email, get good at marketing through email, get good at writing to your clients. Um, and are you going to be really good at email when you first start? No, you're going to suck. Right. And that's okay. Um, but just start doing it and doing consistently. Um, and, and, and take your, your knowledge of the market to a whole nother level. And you will start to learn how to get clients at will, uh, when you get really good at email. So there is, uh, my master class on the uh, marketing toolkit, the three things that you can do to get small group uh, training clients. Hopefully this was helpful and I'll talk to you soon. Peace. Hey guys, thanks for listening. Hopefully you enjoyed that. Uh, Don't forget to register for free for our upcoming webinar, How to Get 20 Small Group Personal Training Clients in 30 Days. Uh, We're going to be live this weekend, doing it Saturday and Sunday. Head on over to vince'smasterclass.com or just click the link in the show notes to register for free. I'll see you there. Thanks.